everybody, and welcome back to episode number two of Jay Spiller and Must Die. Uh, I'm pretty sure that the problem that we were having stems from the fact that as soon as you said, is it karaoke machine, it just all went to hell. Just, so, yeah. It was yeah, a curse. Yeah. We need more we reputable should. hardware producers <laughs> and not like a group run by a weird dragon. Um, so you, we cut back to this, this alley, right? And there's you know, smoke, plumes of smoke. Because obviously the, the explosion you set off before, uh, which turned out to be completely fruitless. It was a fruitless explosion. You did it just for kicks. Um, it, it, I mean, it set a fire, right? Because heat and flames and, and there's warehouses and now there's burning. And so there's a fire set. And so, you know, people are rushing to the scene, trying to put out the fire. Uh, the warehouse is, is, is aflame, smoke billowing up into the sky. But in the alley, uh, we see the group of you climbing up out of, uh, out of thing. And yeah, the explosion will now serve its purpose as a distraction. So is your plan to, uh, to then like slip into the, into the crowd and, and make your way to your, uh, to your hideout? I think so. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of us are pretty banged up right now. Uh, we can use a little rest. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. So, um, let's have you, let's do a group, uh, a group stealth check. Now, do you, do you split up or do you all try to like maneuver stealthily together? Um, I'm down to split up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm in a, a blood-stained uh, Golgari janitor uniform, so. I mean, a blood-stained Golgari yeah. anything is yeah, pretty exactly. par for the course. <laughs> yeah, you're, exactly. You're going to get looks like, why aren't you underground where you belong? Gross. <laughs> I mean, I'm a goblin, so, you know. I mean, well, the thing about goblins, though, is like, and I, I found this oh, to be really, yeah. I found this really interesting when I when I kind of got into Ravnica, is like, yeah, they do a lot of like traditionally goblin-y stuff. There's lots of goblins in in the, the Gruul clans and stuff, but also like a, an inordinate number of goblins in the uh, Boros Legion, like goblin soldiers and, mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, there's tons of them. Um, yeah, they serve. They serve in the military. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you're they're gonna look at you and you're like, oh, you're one of those kinds of goblins. <laughs> not I think not it's one of the nice uh, for Torgor to be standing next to a Simic. So Torgor is gonna uh, find his alley and make his way out. Because uh, just double checking, we all know where uh, host in the shell is at. Yes, Dewdrop. Do, do <laughs> Dewdrop does not move casually. <laughs> Uh, and you are you are informed uh, generally of where it will be. Then uh, Torgor makes his way over to the Dewdrop. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna split up my, on my it's like single path. Yeah. Okay. So uh, anyone who is attempting to be stealthy, uh, go ahead and roll roll a stealth roll. I think you have a distraction. Um, you can roll with uh, with advantage, uh, so you can keep whatever the highest one is. Okay. Nice. It's not bad. The seventeen with a plus one. Uh, <laughs> Winnegar's stealthy. What? Inverse, inversely, <laughs> inversely. Even with even with advent. Wow. So good. So Winnegar gets a seventeen. Um, Road yeah, gets it's a, like Road gets a it's nine. Like that scene. <laughs> it's that scene from uh, um, Usual Suspects where he's just like walking a little crooked and then he starts going straight. <laughs> Tack Tack got a nineteen and uh, Torgor got a four. Four. It's girl. hard. You know, <laughs> because, because that was, tax, that was so bad. Because tax like uh, roll was the same with or without advantage. I imagine tax just walking through the. <laughs> yeah, 
Tex, like it's Tuesday, man. That's yeah, Tex got that natural, that natural <laughs> like stealth that just like I'm just gonna yeah. dress how I dress. I'm covered in blood. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, Nothing. I, I smell like I blew something up, man. It's, it's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, cool. All right. So, so Tack and uh, Winnegar, you you don't nobody like stops you or or bothers you or whatever. You 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 make your way out into the into the city and head for the uh, the last known location of uh, Dewdrop of Host and Shadow. Dewdrop. And um, yeah, and I I think that Tor Torgor, uh, you you come around uh, you come around a corner and are uh, are you know heading for heading for the street and. In an attempt to be, in an attempt to be stealthy, like what does that look like? Like is Tor is Torgo trying to like sneak around or trying to play it like casually, like whistling with your hands in your pockets? Like Torgor realizes as a minotaur near the Boros Legion, this hideout, people are going to assume that he's a Boros agent, but he's not because of his leather vest, of course. <laughs> so, uh, Torgor decides he's got to be confident in his movement, but like. Yo, he's got a bloody maul on his back. Like there, like there is clearly signs of distress and violence that have been around him that are not common, where I'd say for this part of Ravnica. So he's just like very confidently, like eyes forward, marching down. But that just makes him seem more menacing and threatening as he's going. Yeah. He's walking with such purpose. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with we'll start with Torgor's complication because I just want to let I want to let Katie stew in the fact that that she failed the role and has the package. <laughs> Um, so, so Torgor, you try to play it casual. You like walk out and you, you start, you start heading out in the street and it's like the scene of a, an emergency, right? There's, there's like stuff going on kind of literally in the background that, that indicates to us that this is a, this is a dangerous scene. And then you hear someone and you know, that thing where you like, you hear someone like yelling and then it takes a second and you realize they're yelling at you yeah. and you hear somebody being like, Hey, Hey, over here, please. And uh, yeah, and you hear someone shouting, and they're not shouting like "Hey, stop!" They're shouting for like help. Ooh. Yeah, what do you do? Torgor keeps walking. Cold. All right. <laughs> Chaotic so, neutral. Yeah. Chaotic. So as as Torgor, like, do you pause at all? Is there a moment of like, mm, what should I do? Or are you just like, nope, I'm getting out of here. I think he he shifts his head and kind of looks over his shoulder in the direction, but doesn't break stride. Okay, yeah. You see two, um, two like, Azorius uh, arresters, uh, but they're not arresting somebody. They're trying to lift a piece of debris, like a, a, a joist or a beam or something oh. that's fallen, and it's, like, pinned somebody. There's a third person... Um, oh, now that I see it. Who, okay. is, ...who is, like, pinned under this this piece of wood, and they're, they're humans, and they're, like, like, struggling to get this thing, and they see this big, strong minotaur, and they're like, hey... <laughs> Come on, we need your help. Like, come over here. This this guy's trapped. Torgor now realizing what it is. Still keeps walking. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So you just you're just like, nah, nah, not doing it. And just I'm on a mission right now. I uh, need to get to the host in the show. That's it. All right. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> the universe will remember this. That's good. That's good, though. You got a reason. You're just like, nah, not about uh, that life. Not about also, that saving I'm people. Pretty life. sure Torgor is still at one HP, so this could yeah. could have gone poorly if I hung out there too long. Yeah, yeah Torgor is a squishy baby right now, but that's fine. Yeah. So you just you see somebody 
being pinned and, and these law, these arresters trying to help them. And you're just like, no, nah, no, nah, not my problem. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think probably there's a couple more like kind of fading shouts behind you. Like, Hey, we need your, damn it. <laughs> Asshole. Torgor, everyone only sees Torgor for his muscle. No one sees right. Torgor and says, Hey, why don't you bust <laughs> on this corner for me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's literally why they, why they did. They're like, Hey, there's a big, there's a big muscly boy. So right. maybe, <laughs> maybe. And so you're like, no. Maybe if you had gotten to know the real me first. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, they definitely will come away from this thinking like, you know, it's us. We're the problem. It's not that Minotaur that walked away from this crushed man. It's not, it's us. We did it. We're the problem here. Yeah, I have changed my opinion about all Minotaurs. Um, okay, all right. Yeah, so you just, you just walk away. Uh, perfect. That was, that's it. You, you, you get away after that. Nobody else notices you. Uh, you're you're okay. Um, so can't get away from your conscience, though. I mean, you can get Torgor away from it. If it's fine with this. <laughs> Torgor's conscience made an attack of opportunity and missed. So yeah, that's how super villains are made, Torgor. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you met have you met Torgor yet? This or is this is a occurrence. Yeah. So um, yeah, so you're you're gonna just walk off. Um, so. Road then while you are uh while you are you're making your way what does it what does it look like for you are you like sticking to the shadows like because the 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 rest of your your friends have just kind of like just gone what do you do yeah. uh I ditch the uniform as soon as possible uh-huh. number one okay. most important uh and then I'm just sort of trying to take alleyways sort of stay out of sight the Basics, the bare bone basics. Uh-huh. Uh, multiple turns so that I can't be tracked. It's okay. going very well. Yeah, um, yeah. All that being said, you got a nine, so like <laughs> that's good. That's good. It's well, going going well for you. <laughs> let's, well. let's let's see. So hypothetically, if there if there was somebody following you, that hair crown. Uh, if there was somebody following you, let's see what they would. Let's see what they would get. Okay, yeah. So if they were, if someone was following you, they would definitely like they would notice you. Um, so you're, yeah, you're making your way through like relatively unfamiliar territory. You haven't been out this way before, and you find yourself, um, yeah, traveling through uh, through an alley, and uh, you don't get too far away uh, before you spot. You come around a corner and you spot two. Uh, two Azorius. Actually, they'd be Boros. Two Boros Legionnaires. Maybe Wojek's, uh, like a Wojek and a, and a Legionnaire. But there's two people in an, in like uniform, uh, standing around a corner, and you notice them too late for you to be like whoop and turn back around, and they see you, and it looks like they are. It looks like they're like guarding this this alley. Like they're 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 holding a perimeter. You spot them. They spot you. There's a moment of like eye contact. What do you do? I need to know, do we get our level stuff now or do we have to complete a long rest? I think, I think it's fine to just have you leveled up now and be at full health or whatever. That's fine. We can just, okay. just assume that's... Okay. Um, How tall are the buildings surrounding me? That's a great question. Um, I think things are pretty like pretty crowded in here. We had talked about it being like kind of a tumble down like warehouse district. So I imagine that the there's a, a wide main street and then there are back like alleyways 
some of which are wide enough for like a wagon to be brought in so you can load goods. Um, so they, they're pretty tall, I think. They're probably like three, three or four stories, depending on the thing. But they, they have like windows and the, the exterior is made mostly of like wood or stone. Is there of. an open window around here? Um, yeah, yeah probably. Or like a breakable one, but, you know, higher up. Yes. I'd like to, uh, when they make eye contact with me and I have been made. Uh-huh. Um, I'd like to like start slowly walking backwards and then spin the key point uh-huh. to uh, take step of the wind, mm-hmm. which doubles my jump okay. and, and my disengage or dash. So if there is an open window, I will try to uh, get through that. And okay. if there, or like a breakable one. And if yeah, not, I I'm think, going to try I think there's and like my a- way. Uh, an open window you could try to jump to, but let's let's talk about your high jumping. So, uh, if you if you can move, feet. yeah, if you can move ten feet, um, I mean a sixteen foot like vertical jump is pretty impressive. Uh, <laughs> if you get a ten foot run at it, um, so I think what happens is that the guard, the 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 cops basically they see you, and there's a moment where they're like, wait a second, okay, what's going on? And you start to back away, and they're like, okay. Like you're, you're, you see us, you're trying to get away. And one of them, uh, she, she shouts, she's like, freeze. And you don't, and you want to turn and you turn and run. No. Okay. Um, yes. all right. Let's see. Let's see how far away I'll do. I'll random roll to see how far away they are from you. She's not smart. And she's not charismatic. She's just, she's, okay. she's only got an option. Yeah. So you're, you're, you spot them from 60 feet away. So you've got, oh. you've got some, okay. you've got some room, uh, to try and okay. lose them. So, um, yeah, I think if you like with your, with your key point, if you, um, well roll, you know what? Roll initiative. Let's see if, cause if they go first, okay. they'll, they'll get within like disengage range. Okay. All right. You got 12. Great. All right. Let me find, yes. let me find us an appropriate stat block for a couple of nerds. I think they're probably just guards. The worst first level enemy in the game. Um, okay, so let's see what I got. Uh, I got a nine. Okay, so you do have your opportunity to like book it. Okay. So they yes. they turn, they start running towards you. You crouch down and you do the ten million dollar man and just like fly up into the air. Um, Thank you. You grab hold of the edge of the 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 windowsill and and like pull yourself inside. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you you drop down into the the upper floor of this uh, this warehouse. It's like the little like foreman's office. So it's all dusty. Okay. This is an abandoned. This is an abandoned warehouse. There's like paper everywhere. You scare some rats and they like scatter when you land uh, land on the floor. A little cloud of dust pillows out from from under your feet. Um, there's a door uh, on one side. There's a big like very dusty glass window in front of you that you assume lets you look over the the warehouse floor. Um, what are you going to do? I'm going to make my way to what I would assume be the opposite side of the perimeter that they were holding sort of in the building. Okay. I mean, there's, there's really um, just the one, your, your options are basically like you can go, I mean, there's two exits, I guess, if you want to jump through the plate glass window, but, um, so the, the warehouse, if the warehouse is, it's shitty Adam Cobble drawing time. Uh, if the warehouse is, <laughs> if the warehouse yay. is a box, <laughs> Uh, there is a okay. smaller box and then okay. some, probably some stairs. That's what those lines mean. Those are stairs. 
Uh, and then, Thank you. yeah, yeah. And then there's like a window here and you came in this window. There's probably another window over there. And then who knows what is going on downstairs because you haven't seen it. And then you were in this alley and you were like, and jumped into the window. So this is where we're okay. at. This is where we live. The guards, right. the guards, the bad, the bad guys. I mean, they're good guys, but whatever, mm. uh, are running this way. And then they probably see you rocket jump up into the window. I look down at the at the warehouse floor. It's it's empty. Is it empty? Yeah, the windows what, all down? the windows all dusty and shit. So you can't really like you run over and like wipe the dust off of it. Um, I mean, you see crates, boxes, and crates of like abandoned uh, like goods. You don't no idea what's in them. Um, there's probably some kind of like winch situation here, and then there's like a big door that leads out to the front, uh, the main street. Okay, I head back down. I head downstairs. Okay, so you gonna go through this this door? Okay, All right. yeah, yeah. Gonna... So you throw the door open, uh, and you just want to like run run downstairs. Yes. Can you make a dexterity saving throw? Oh, goodness. I see. Mean, none of this would happen if you hadn't failed your stealth check. <laughs> I know. Okay. okay all right. Thank so you. that's right. You were a you were a graceful <laughs> you were a graceful monk. So one of the st- one of the steps like this is a Sometimes. janky it's a janky old warehouse. So one of the steps just breaks. But instead of your foot going through and you getting stuck, uh, you just keep you like maybe do like a cool roll or something and continue down the stairs. Um, so you get to the bottom of the stairs. Uh, just in time to hear from this from this door, you're rattling um, as the uh, as the Azorius officers have gone back around and are now trying to get into the into the warehouse. Um, can I look and see if there's like any sort of sewer entrance or path to a basement? Right. Around? You want to get back into the sewer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Make a make a perception check. Nice. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, pr- probably there'd be some kind of like like drainage or something. There's a like a grate uh, over here. All right. Can I try and pry it open? Yeah. Yeah. You want to run over and, and do that? Okay. Yeah. Uh. You hear the jingling of keys outside as the uh as the Azurius are like finding they're like they're like oh, we gotta have a, like a key for this or something they're, like trying the door. So you run over, make an athletics check. This thing is all like old and rusty and like hasn't been cleaned well. Um, you crush down. <laughs> Please pray. Damn, oh, we got that twenty. Oh, oh. So even with a negative one, you yeah, you yank the you yank the grate up from the floor. Uh, there is a there is a, a tunnel uh, down down below. You could squeeze into. Okay, I squeeze into said tunnel. Okay, yeah, because this is like a drainage like uh, hole, not like a manhole. Uh, so you have to kind of like squeeze right. it, like, like squeeze down there. Uh, do you? Would you uh, so you're just gonna jump in? Yeah, I can swim. Okay. <laughs> I I I can breathe underwater, and I assume it's not great, but if it's evasion, then it's it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, yeah. So you um you you fall down into the into the water. Uh, there's a, a splash below. As up above, we see the these orders finally get the door open. And they come in, and um, one of them is like lighting a, or I guess taking out like a continual light, like a flashlight, and like starts looking around. Um, 
and they find they find the grate and they know that you like went down into the into the sewer but they don't have any like quick way to access it uh and so you so you escape you manage to escape pursuit uh and uh you are you are safe um so after we we fade out on on these guys um tack i think you're probably the first one back cuz you can you can move around in ramnica pretty easy um so you you come back and I think we just cut to an interior shot of the are you in the karaoke room or are you like hanging out in the cafe? You're waiting for your friends. Where where do we see Tack? I'm in the karaoke room. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tack's in the karaoke room. Are you are you is are you by yourself? Uh have you like dragged a, one of the maids back here and you're like singing to them? Are you drinking? Are you having a having a tea? What what's going on? Oh no. Tack doesn't drag maids back here. Tack, Tack likes the karaoke room just to themselves, just drinking <laughs> themselves. Mm -hmm. And they don't really sing with the music. They just kind of put on the instrumental tracks. Nice. Kind of chill. Right. Just hear, hearing that, that like off-brand. Yeah. Like, yeah. One of the best things about like listening to the instrumental tracks and being alone is that I can hear the blood inside my own skull. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good sound. Right. Um. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you've got you've got you've picked you've picked out one of your favorite like wax cylinders and inserted it into the machine. We can just see this thing kind of slowly like operating on the mechanical power that you've you've cranked into it. Um and then uh and then yeah, uh, Winnegar, you you arrive. Um so what is what does that look like when you when you come in? Uh so Winnegar kind of just uh does the secret knock, I guess, <laughs> for the door. Uh, and he's just like. It's a good secret knock. That is a really good secret knock. Yeah, like we it. don't have a secret knock, man. You can just walk in. Tack, I just told you. We, we, we've been over this. We have to have a secret knock. Right. Tack opens the door. Is just, you're not supposed to call me Tack either. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, um, it's a pleasure to meet. I don't. You're right. We're, this is stupid. And he closes the door. <laughs> he closes the door. And uh, Tech, what are you listening to? What, what, what's the song you put on? Because I'm like, oh man, Tack would definitely listen to like a lot of Kansas. But then I was like, Selesnians probably don't have like Kansas. So there's probably like a. I don't know. It's probably like a folk cover of Lordy. <laughs> yeah. A folk cover of what? Lordy or like Guar. Oh, Guar. Okay. <laughs> that took a weird turn. Yeah. That I mean, Guar is straight up just like a Rakdos act for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're in universe 100%. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love, I love the, I, I love the idea that that like a, there is a form of Selesnian music yeah. that just takes popular songs and just blandifies yeah. them, just makes them yeah, like, like you could listen to while you're getting a cucumber facial. Like it's yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like is this raining blood down, but on um on uh mountain dulcimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very offensive. It's like wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blast blast beats don't really translate so well into, yeah, into hammer dulcimer. It's but you great, know what? That's fine. That's what you got. It's great. It's the establishment. Yeah, so uh, like, is this is this let it let the body sit the floor? <laughs> on wait, wait. What what is what 
you know this guy passed away, right? Um, hey, you know what? Let me just lower this here. Uh, okay. Uh, he cranks it down. He like lowers it. He's just like, where's everyone? I don't, I don't know. I'm not like y'all's babysitter. But, okay. You know what? So. I, yeah, we're, we're definitely adults. You think we should go back there and look for him? I mean, you made it and like, intact just does like a gesture motion. <laughs> what do you, sure what do you mean? Yeah, I know. Well, what what was that about, though? Yeah, didn't you have like two spears in your chest like ten minutes ago? Yeah, and and I took it like a champ. That's what happened, right there. <laughs> yeah, man, we I'm all still saw here. It. We all saw yeah, it. Well, yeah, but 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 also like um, yeah. Who am I kidding? I should be dead right now. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then we'll like think about it. Uh, what time is it? Um. Yeah, what time is it? I would. To, how long have we been to gone? Me, how long to have, me, the time of day is currently immaterial, so it can be whatever time. Okay. But it, I figure, like Tack got here. I mean, you're you're quick, right? And you yeah. you actually have an ability for like getting around, right? I do. Yeah. Um, Technically, so, if we traveled together, uh, I could have used that ability. But <laughs> both Tack and I are selfish. And <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. Others, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I figured I know. it changed nothing. <laughs> I figure it didn't take it didn't take Tack very long, and it probably took Winnegar twice as long as it took Tack. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I'll say Tack has listened to four of these wax cylinders, so maybe it's been thirty minutes <laughs> yeah. since Tack got here. Okay, gotcha. Like, eh. Oh man. Uh, well, do you have the report? Who has the report? Rhodes has the report. Me, why would you give me the report? Well, I, I definitely didn't give you the report. <laughs> I thought that you had it. I definitely don't have it. Oh. Um, Rhodes has it, probably. Um, well, where'd you leave her? Uh, the same place you left her. <laughs> don't don't blame me for your mistakes, man. Wait, what's it? It's not my. I'm not. Res- I feel like. I feel like. How come you're able to push responsibility on me, but I can't do the same for you? <laughs> just like pats his knee it's just like, like I'm not responsible for you that's why <laughs> okay I guess, I guess that makes sense you can take your uh, crisis and have it for like the next 20 minutes or we can go find the report um yeah I guess we should maybe wait to see if they show up and then go out Yeah, <laughs> it just hits play on the <laughs> Dope. I love this song. I love this track. Well, so here's the thing, though, is like, Tech, you're you're sitting down next to the next to the machine, oh, and no. it is running out of juice, right? You can see the handle like slowly. Somebody, somebody is gonna need to crank that thing. Winger's standing right next to it, so I'll crank it. But we got to put on my track next. No. <laughs> Yeah, man, we'll totally do it. It's oh, awesome. Uh, la vida loca. You're going to love this one. You're, you're, you're definitely going to love this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, you know, I've always wondered how you spell your name. What do you mean? Why? I just, I don't know. I just thought about it as Winnegar. That's just such an inter- Like, win? Like, yeah, like win. All I do is win. Oh, man, that's such a cool. And, and like, as Winnegar is... Um, Changing the track over and everything. Mm-hmm. Tack okay. is writing Winnegar's name on the tab. Ah, oh, perfect. Yes. Oh. Good. Good. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to love this guy. Oh, yeah, I bet. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, it's living La Vida Loca for sure. Of course it is. Yeah, I'm not paying for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 
Um, so, uh, so, so Torgor, uh, I think you are the next, you are the next to arrive. Um, and you show up and you, you've got, you know, still like blood on you and what have you. Um, and do you, we, we said you don't, there's no, there's no alternate entrance or exit. So you come in the main door. So right. this, the people like who are sitting here so kind I of, in, yeah, enjoying their, enjoying their calming tea, see this menacing looking minotaur come in and they'll kind of like, you get, you get some stairs and he's going to walk through. It's like, he's going to walk through Torgor acknowledges them, but he also realizes he's like, Oh, is this my clerical romance playing? Torgor's oh no. Cover on this for a while. Try to defeat the situation <laughs> with his loot that's still on his back. Yeah. 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 So just like, I am, I belong here. I know things about here. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they. Yeah. I think. I think mostly people kind of r- return to their own business, where they're just like, uh, "Okay, I don't need to worry about this. I'm gonna just stay calm. Just, just affirmations. Just relax. It's <laughs> fine. I'm here to have a relaxing time." Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. And so they they kind of ignore you, and you you head into the back. Mm-hmm. Um, you Dude. you can hear. I guess Winnegar, are you are you like singing in the back when Torgor arrives? Uh, yeah, he would be, I, I think he's trying, he's doing that thing where he's listening to one of his favorite songs, but he's not singing, but, uh, subconsciously saying certain words like out of context, just like with the song. Mm. So it'd be like, right. Loca. <laughs> just like, just kind of jamming in your head and sometimes it gets out. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Devil Good. red. <laughs> All right, Loka. So, so Torgor, you you arrive and you see Tack and uh, and Winnegar. They they got here safely uh, before you, but there's no sign of there's no sign of road when you open the door. Ta- Torgor, Ta- I mean, Bunt Cake is happy to see Mandible and Blueberry. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Tack looks at Torgor with just like this pleading, like I wish I were dead. Look in their eyes. <laughs> uh, where is Moth? Um, what? I, th- I, I thought maybe Mav was with, with, was with you. No, Mav didn't let me hold their tentacles, so they definitely didn't want to walk. <laughs> oh, yeah. You lost um, Mav. So you lost Mav and you lost the report. Great. Uh, for the record, <laughs> the report was never with Torgor. Sorry, Bunt Cake. Bunt Cake <laughs> only had... God, it's confusing when the characters have two names and refer to themselves in the no, third no, no, person. No, totally <laughs> so confusing. Yeah, no, totally. It's great. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 but I, I, I'm here. I, I, yeah. Um, where's Mob? Mob, Mob has report because, you know, Blueberry over there got two spears to the chest. And so Wait, why do we keep bringing that up, guys? A lot of people took hits, right? <laughs> like a lot of, they were, we were all in it to win it, uh, right? I didn't take any hits, but, uh... <laughs> you did hide under a body though, right? Can we I talk mean, about that? Yeah. And that's why I didn't take any hits. <laughs> You're like, text like, yeah. And it was dope as hell. <laughs> yeah. Right. It worked great. <laughs> so yeah. worked out great for me. I don't know what you were planning on doing. Could have hit under your body, but I didn't because I respect you. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's nice. You respect me and all. Do you want to hang out more often? No. no okay. Absolutely. I understand. I completely understandable. Can, uh, <laughs> a little bit in the throat. I'm not really a fan of whatever this is. Oh no, this is pretty dope. I, I could put it on repeat. Please don't. 
let's restart it. Okay, let's focus. Where is the report? <laughs> right. And I think when you when you say that, like, where is the report? This is when this is when Road arrives. Now, Road, did you did you go straight from the dampness of the sewer to, to this? Like, do you walk in like not. Just, no? Yeah, I absolutely not. <laughs> okay. I have stopped somewhere to freshen up. Yeah. Did you go home Anywhere. first? Probably. Okay. <laughs> All right. I probably like went home first, took a long shower. <laughs> right. <then> okay. Like- <laughs> so, so like s- several hours passed then for Tor- Torgor <laughs> and Tack and Winnegar. And, and at what point do you think like, uh oh, Road has run into trouble? Um, probably after like the third time we had to listen to this Aladrin Iglesias album. <laughs> <laughs> I can be your hero, baby. No, you can't. Be oh yeah, no. This is a really good song. This is a good track. Is it, man? No. You can take my breath away. Oh, I wish we were dead. <laughs> <laughs> just a goblin covered in blood. I wish yeah. sitting on the sitting I on the sequins couch. Our secret cell, so I can just murder all of you for having seen my face. Hey guys, have you? Have you thought maybe we're being double-crossed here? Have you guys thought about that? By road? Yeah, by... by. I mean, mob. Yeah, mob. <laughs> um, I mean, I thought about it a couple times, but, like, she's actually smart, so she wouldn't, so... Oh, I see where you're going with that. I mean, would you? Double-cross you? No, probably not. See, also, you're smart too, man. Who would believe mob? that wow. there's a secret group out there trying to kill Jace Bellerin. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> like, tech, like, smacks. I mean, no, like, I mean, Peacock. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to manage here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like, and this, and this is the thing, too, is that you have, for the time being, at least, the, the plausible deniability in that your conspiracy exists to deal with a problem that most people don't even really recognize exists. Like people know who Jace Bellerin is because they've seen like statues of him in the guild packed plaza. But, but also like the, the, the planeswalkers are like aliens in this. Like if you're like, there are other planes and, and there are powerful wizards who can travel between them. People are going to be like, you are bananas. Cool. Tell me about how the end is nigh again. Yeah, we're trying to kill Green Lantern. I see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> I was kidnapped by aliens, and now I'm trying to kill them. And and the president is an alien. Well, yeah, it's a whole. It's a whole thing. Um, so you at least have that going for you. Um, but if the right people found out, then then you could be in some severe danger. The right people or the wrong no. people, both. The right the people who believe you and also <laughs> don't want you to do what you need to do. But yeah, it's been it's been a while. Like road. Ever. Yeah, Road has has been like maybe captured or uh or or something. Winnegar has racked up like hours on this tab. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, no. wait, do we have to pay? Do we have to pay for this too? I don't, In our own I don't know. <laughs> the business requires upkeep, so He's part of the cover, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's I got so excited. <laughs> um, so yeah, does does Moff come to the <laughs> I mean, yes. Eventually. Like if you're I, I wanted to give you an opportunity to to do something, but if if your response to uh codename move doesn't show up is just yeah. wait three hours, then yes. Yeah. She well, shows Tomer up and she looks yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. The rest I, of us. 
when, Crushable. yeah, when she shows up, Tack is like half asleep, surrounded by maybe two dozen little dessert cups and trays oh, yeah. from the maids coming in. <laughs> it's just like half-eaten parfaits. Yeah, so much flan. <laughs> just, like yeah. they fell asleep in a plate full of cake. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so eventually Tack, I guess, so that's your response really, is that when, when Road doesn't show up, Tack eventually submits Stress. themselves to a sugar coma. Um, <laughs> and Torgor and, and Winnegar, what do you do? Do you just like hang out? Nervous. Uh, yeah, I want to get to get to know Torgor better. Mm. Um, so, uh, where did you grow up? Well, Torgor was always raised in the Racto Circus. Oh wow, that's mm-hmm. that's amazing. Now, did you were you a, an, a performer or like a hand or like what what did you do? Torgor, <laughs> Torgor dreams of performing. Uh, oh, but, uh, people see Torgor and they see his size and. Uh, you know, think of him as a monster who can train monsters. So I've been looking after all the creatures there. Oh, see, that's that's good. I, I mean, uh, you, I saw a little glint in your eye when you mentioned performing. Mm. What uh, what would you perform? Like, what type of performance art would you do? Well, clearly, Blueberry, you you don't know anything of actual music. And Torgor well, pulls out his lute and like. <laughs> Can I? I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll for performance to see how well this goes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Now we t- we were talking about this before. Uh, so this is a. This is a. Um, it'll be a skill check using the tool that you uh, that you're using. So your mm-hmm. your instrument rather than perform. Got it. Let's see. Also, it's incredibly incredibly dangerous and and very very brave of Winninger to ask a uh, to ask a Rakdos like please show me your art. That's a great way to get your arms ripped off and then get beaten to death with them. So <laughs> brave, brave of you. You know the, that's my art. The sonata has a very climactic ending. That we'll see. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And then as soon as I start playing the guitar solo, I impale you with my horns. Right. <laughs> Um, so, but no, what is, what is, yeah, what does Torgor do? What do you do? Uh, he starts playing and just to see how it goes. And this is, you're playing a, a what instrument is it? A lute? It's, it's a lute. A lute. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, let's see how it is. Okay. All right. Let me, uh, roll. it's a middling 10. Yeah. It's like a neutral <laughs> performance. Right. It is passable. Right. right. Yeah. Which is, which is. Honestly, exactly where his skill level is at right now. <laughs> so, and, and like Torger is like real proud because he's like, what? What song is it? Like, is it a song or is it like Hot Cross Buns? Or <laughs> <laughs> can you play chopsticks on a lute? Is that possible? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, it's it's. You know what it is? It's the Ravnica anthem. It's oh. <laughs> Ravnica done on the. It had not occurred to me, but there's 100% like a Ravnica, oh Ravnica, like a song <laughs> that is played on on like guild packed holidays and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> boy, awesome. He takes his own creative license with it, but it's pretty pretty cookie cutter, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, Torgor, that's pretty good. Um, make a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> It's not pretty good. We all know it. We saw the 10. It's passable. Make a deception check, Winnegar. Huh? All right, now Torgor, oh. now Torgor, make an insight check. Okay. <laughs> you can't just get away with lying to his face like that. Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, he might. He might, actually. He's probably about to. Let's see. Insight. 
It's negative two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So Torbert's you, gonna quit his job and yeah, do this. Torbert freaking loves it. Like no one believes in him like this. Yeah. And he's just like Win good job. I think you're my new best friend. <laughs> and, and maybe your biggest fan too. I don't know. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, cool. So the the group of you hang out and and you we get to we get to hear uh Torgor's rendition of the Ravnican planar <laughs> anthem. Uh and uh yeah, and then uh Road, you can you can make your entrance. Now everybody else still has like fight blood and smoke and like whatever, but you have had the opportunity to clean up a little. Yes. So when you come in, please describe describe your stunning entrance. It's it's a quiet and humble one, <laughs> but, yeah, right. but thank you. Cool. Um, yeah, just the the jumpsuits back on, the hair is dry completely, uh, t- glasses back, very much, just a small nondescript satchel. <laughs> and nondescript. Then I, <laughs> I buy all my satchels at nondescript satchels. <laughs> no branding. Yeah. <laughs> and then I do the knock at the door. <laughs> Whatever Guys, the that was exactly was. what I did. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> she she just... tries her best to remember what it was. It's a it's an attempt. <laughs> Tack, wait, what do you do? We, do you... Tack has been like snoring. That's definitely Tech not it. Uh, uh, the more complicated it becomes, the more you're pretty sure that it's Neil Pert at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Pert. Is, yes. Is it a? Sh- the strawberry shortcake. Okay, no. Tack, go back to sleep. And uh, Winnegar opens up the door. Okay. Rhodes! You made it! Yeah. Yeah, I did. You're welcome. Wow. Um, I, was, I was fearing the worst, but it looks like... I mean, it looks like you had a good time. You're all cleaned up. You're, uh, you're, you're fresh. I mean, what is that? Like watermelon cucumber smell? <laughs> oh, my God, it is. Thank you so much. Thank you for noticing. Um, yeah, no, I... Uh, there were some guards, and that happened, and there was a whole sewer thing. But uh, now I'm here, and that's what matters. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, Torgor, not to crash on this parade, but what matters is if you have the packet. Oh, yeah. The packet. I, I, I pull it out of my signature nondescript, one of the most expensive satchels. I was going to say, yeah, it's a nondescript <laughs> satchel, and it costs $900. Yeah, it's very <laughs> expensive. <laughs> Completely indistinguishable from like tax rucksack. Yeah, it's yeah, just it's brown. It. It's a brown bag, but it costs so much money. Why? <laughs> just want quality goods that don't have branding all over them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I pull out the I pull out the package. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's a little wet, but yeah, it's in a um it's in like a, a leather, like a thin leather like folio that's treated with um like oil. So it's it's like waterproof enough. Um and it didn't it didn't get damaged. Um and uh yeah, and it's just like a bundle of uh parchment inside this this envelope. Yeah, let's open it up on the table. Yeah, I'm just gonna dig into it because yeah. you're. Your are mission, we allowed to? I don't are we know. allowed to open yeah, it? Yeah, like your mission was Which to get. Your mission was to get it. Oh, I thought it was for us to get. No, it. no, it it's like, yeah. I mean, you know, you kind of know what it is, but inside is is sensitive information about about like suspected, uh, and you don't you don't know why Rose never told you why the Boros Legion has a list like this or where it came from. Like maybe they confiscated it, maybe they wrote it. You don't know, but it's supposed to contain uh, a list of assets. And if you know what they are, 
and you get captured by the enemy agents of the peacock you might get tortured and then you could you could tell what you know so it's dangerous, it's dangerous. oh okay but you could look at it if you want like you know rose isn't around so when do we know when the drop off is or where the so drop off? I was gonna yeah I was gonna ask you so like what what is your protocol for meeting with with the rose like I don't imagine she comes to your hideout no. but, may, but maybe uh, maybe she has somewhere else that you meet that you meet her um, yeah I I don't have any clear idea about that so maybe she has a recording that like is delivered to the karaoke room. Mm. Oh my god! And then we actually <laughs> oh, never mind. Never, we no, have to just, just like a record, just so you put it on the record player, right? Hello, yeah, great. <laughs> Hello, agents. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Then That's whenever good. we get like a drop, we have to hide it in the karaoke machine for her to like. Like it, this is also Rose's room. Like that's yeah. that's the signature room. She is she is the karaoke. Do- room next door. That's yeah, her secret hideout. Put it in the in the lyrics box. <laughs> Guys, did we get sponsored by a karaoke machine? <laughs> Don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> Is there some type of karaoke sponsorship? That's how, that's how I can afford my nondescript bag. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This episode brought to you by Nondescript. How, <laughs> how dare you assume that I would share a sponsorship like that with you, Carlos? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that's that's certainly that's certainly an option. I had I had imagined that you had like a more direct relationship with with Rose than just like dead drops and stuff. That would be a way that you I could. I assume pass. she doesn't like us enough to let to come to us. I'm sure that like we us. are a pain in her side and we must go to her. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think probably she she knows enough to send you maybe like I like the coated wax cylinder like pretending to be a song for your karaoke machine. I like that as a way to transmit messages. So it plays like it's like a like a number station. It plays the first, you know, 15 notes of a thing and then there's like a secret message about where you can meet her. So maybe that's something that uh she will have she has had delivered to you. Uh, mm-hmm. where you know where you can go and meet with her. But she, yeah, she wouldn't have you meet in the same place. You'd probably move around. Right. Gotcha. Um, yeah, maybe actually, maybe the next stop is wherever Dewdrop's going. Maybe like when Dewdrop moves, mm-hmm. she's fine and I'm being in that area. Mm, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, that sounds good. Okay. Um, so... I guess then she would have she would have told you like given you a place to meet. So does that mean that you you tell Dewdrop when to move around? Hmm. Oh, maybe like it's that. time to go. Like we gotta we gotta meet yes. up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Well, so I'm gonna need. Let me grab my notes here. Again, we're gonna need to detail the person who's like the, the difficult to deal with manager of host oh, no. in the shell. So yeah, like this month's uh, difficult manager. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think that I think that there's one central figure, uh, and then it's the rest of the staff that come and go because the, oh, that comes and goes. Yeah. The business is always moving, and the manager is impossible to deal with, <laughs> and they're pretty sure that there's some kind of weird cult running out of the karaoke rooms. Don't go in there. Um, I saw a goblin covered in blood pass out in there after eating forty cakes. So like. <laughs> Yeah. So many cakes. <laughs> so many cakes. And that's terrible. So um, yeah, so let's let's talk about the the manager. So who is the person? This is somebody who and their their code name is the manager. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's their cool really the assistant manager. Yeah, that's uh, their cool, <laughs> that's their cool conspiracy code name. Um and uh we know about them that they are also a loyal member of uh the the compact. Mm-hmm. Um 
but they're also a business person. Uh, what do we want to? What 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 species do we think this person is? Um, what gender? Oh. What how do they want to? What do we want to detail about them? I thought we decided they were a really cute ogre. Yeah. Do we want to make this the ogre? Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, a very smoochable ogre. Let me let me get Smooch- let me get my ogre. ogre let me get my ogre name generator. Uh, so fucking popped. I know. So I know that there are. I don't want to. I don't want to cannon break by accident here. I know that there are cyclopses in Ravnica, but I'm not sure if there are like straight like regular ogres. Let me look. I think there are. Well, also someone posted in chat because it's Selesnya, maybe a centaur. <gasps> centaur are good too. A smoochable um, centaur. I want. Like I think let's movie. stick. Let's stick with. Let's stick with ogres for this for now. Mm-hmm. And then yes, there's definitely a centaur that works here. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. There are definitely. Uh, Boros, is it Gruel and Rakdos all have have ogres? Okay, cool. All right, so loyal member of the compact. Um, yeah, what guild? What guild does this this ogre belong to? Selesnia, I guess, because this is supposed to be a yeah. Selesnian front yeah. business. Okay, For a sure. Selesnian ogre. That's actually kind of perfect because it's like. Kind of like with Torgor, except Torgor is actually a Rakdos. <laughs> um, there's this thing where they're like they're they're born into being a specific thing, and then they're like, no, no, no I have found inner peace through the <laughs> Selesnian. Like I'm, I run a business now where I give inner peace <laughs> to others. Perfect, got it. Okay, uh, Selesnian, uh, and let's see, ogre. This is the best part. Ogre name generator. Let's figure out a good name for this person. Ogre name generator. Um. Let's see. <laughs> okay, I found one that's also a word that I like. This ogre's name is Dregs. 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 Yeah. Uh, Dregs. Not very cute. Dregs the <laughs> ogre. Uh, okay, all right. And I'll note, very cute. I kind of want this um, this ogre to be like super buff and look like um, I don't know. I don't know anything about like. Japanese video games where there's like a bear and stuff, but there's like a really buff girl named Sakura, and she and she's wearing like a schoolgirl outfit, and I love her. Yeah, I I think that that I think that Dregs that the manager like you know wears the outfit of the so the Selesnian like like pale green and white, lots of lace, uh, <laughs> like a maid outfit. Um, I love it. Yeah, like a, a got like a not gothic Lolita, but like elvish oh, Lolita. Yeah, basically. yeah, like a yeah. beautiful Victorian maid. Yeah, like know? a like a flower, like a beautiful a beautiful pale <laughs> white flower. She um, looks like Arwen. Yeah, right. Exactly. Or they. That's they the aesthetic. Like um, yeah, I think Dregs Dregs is a uh, Dregs is a man ogre. Um, yeah. And is he buff? yeah, he's super buff. Yeah, uh, he's a big Hell ogre yeah. boy. Uh, and uh, yeah, and so. <laughs> He, you will always find, you'll always find him in his office. That's like, that's just where he always is. Uh, and he's trying, he's just trying to run this business. Yeah, um, a big soft boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's, he's an ogre. So he's like, you know, like a spherical ovoid, essentially. Um, uh, he would be uh, probably bald. Um, has like, uh, you know, stubbly face. If you look up like Magic Gathering Ogre or Ravnica Ogre, you can kind of get an idea what they look like. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's he's in his office right now. So you have your you have your package, and you're ready to to go and deliver it. But to do so, you have to give the uh, you have to give the the order to move. So who is it that goes to to like talk to him? 
and, and do that? I feel like Tack is still passed out. It should be Road. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the one who is it? Oh, were you trying to say that it's, you don't want to go? Because the rest of us are covered in blood. Yeah, and I can't help but think that the reason Rhodes needed to stop by and change clothes and take a shower is to impress this person. <laughs> when they got to the cafe. <laughs> what an accusation. Like, yes, like, yes, he is an ogre, but he also looks like The Rock, so. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, I mean, he'd be a big CG ogre voiced by, by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. <laughs> Next time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Guest announcement. <laughs> is someone is, is someone going to come with me? He's he's not fun or easy to deal with. Oh, we just we all thought we would give you room to go. We all thought that you would want to, you know. I don't want to be a third wheel. Or snorts and goes. Go. will be your wingman. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's uber romantic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cake. <laughs> I hate all of you. Let's go. No, Torger um, gets up and he like walks behind. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> the two of us are heading off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you find yourselves before an enormous ogre-sized door uh, with a uh, very well-polished uh, brass plate that says on it, the manager. So you... <laughs> No, it doesn't know how to knock on doors. She just gets overwhelmed every time. Just like, how do I? Just slap the door. Bang your head on it a couple of times. So, um, yeah, you you knock on the door, and there's a, a pause, and you hear a you hear a, a chair squeak across the floor, and then you hear heavy footsteps, uh, and then the the sound of the the door latch opening, and the door swings the door swings open, and uh, inside. You see, uh, you see Dregs obviously taking up most of the door frame. Uh, they're wearing a uh, a particularly like nice outfit today, uh, with lots of like frills and and kind of jade colored uh, accessories. Uh, and they they like loom over you, Tor- Torgor. They're like probably about a little higher, a little taller than you, because because sure. technically an ogre's like four squares. So they're like, he's, he's <laughs> big, uh, probably about the same height as you, but quite a bit bigger. And Turner's tall, but he's small for a minutor. So that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And he, he, he like looks at you, the two of you. Uh, and he, uh, he says, uh, mm, come in and turns around, kind of like lumbers back over to his desk. Um, and the desk and the rest of the office looks like it was just kind of like grown naturally out of like pale birch. Like it looks like the inside of a Muji. There's probably like a, uh, like a vapor, uh, device, like kind of gently wafting lavender scented air into the room. Uh, on the, on the desk, you see that you've come in during, uh, Dreg's, uh, lunch time. There is a, a folded, like a broadsheet, like a newspaper, uh, on his desk. And there's a little tiny teacup and a little teapot and um, uh, a half-eaten uh, like sandwich with the crusts cut off. Um, <laughs> delicate little sandwich on the, on yeah. the plate. And uh, he, he walks over and he sits down uh, in the chair, which is like the only ogre-sized furniture. Everything else is like much smaller. And he sits down and he, he gestures for you to like sit down, like have a seat. Road tries to like smoothly shut the door, but it's, it's a very heavy door. <laughs> it, does, it does not go very well. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. And then he, he steps in um, a little bit further along. And it's an okay office. <laughs> the Dregs look, he looks at you and he says, did you come here to pass judgment on my office? <laughs> oh, no, no. It's a, it's a lovely office. It really, really does reflect you quite well. I know. And he, he nods. Um, like, well, what? <laughs> um, we're just here because we, uh, we know that another movement needs to be made. <sighs> what? Already? I know, We've right? only been here for two weeks. Things were starting to pick up. We're actually starting to make some money. I know, but this keeps you elusive and hard to get to. Yeah, elusive, like my bank account. Oh, <laughs> by the way, Tack told, oh, sorry, Mandible told me to tell you <laughs> that Blueberry's taking care of the tab this month. So. I'll believe that when I see it. All right. Um, yeah, but, you know, words from the boss, man, woman. <laughs> Rose is a lady also, yes. <laughs> you know, I just got him, got him, move, got to go. Oh, my God, you were so awkward for me. <laughs> <laughs> She's very, very bad at it. I... making me feel uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Gotta, gotta get, gotta get going. We gotta the, do the no good. thing. Personally, I love it, but yeah. all right. Like, um, yes. Make a make a make a persuade check. Make a persuasion check. Oh God! <laughs> Disadvantage. Okay, persuasion. Here we go. I don't think uh, good. Nope. You don't even need just the six is nope. all right. So so he he shakes his head and he's like, no, no, we can't. Not this time. Not now. If you got somewhere to go, you can walk there like everybody else. Uh, okay. Torgor, realizing that this is gonna be difficult, tries to intimidate him. <laughs> into... An ogre! <laughs> Who's taller than him? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. okay. So you're just gonna walk, what do you do? You walk over. I walk over, uh, pop out my chest a little bit, you know, like, kind of make himself seem taller than he is. It helps that uh, Dregs is sitting down. So this is like, yeah. two... and I was just like, should I roll first or should I make my... You tell me what you're doing and then we'll see how it goes. Okay. Look. Rakdos has all sorts of creatures running around and I can tell you one thing. Torgor knows that you don't control them. You work with them. And I can feel it. Dewdrop's getting ready to move. I can sense it in her joints. And uh, if you don't listen to her, you're going to have more issues than stable income. Dewdrop will eat you. <laughs> so you're threatening to feed oh, the manager shit. to... No, 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 no. <laughs> Dewdrop will eat the manager. Sure. I think that's what tends to happen with the managers around. That's why... Oh, so you're like, this. okay, so all he's missing. All right, so the threat is, like, do the thing and then, okay. All right, all right. Uh, let's have you make that intimidation check. Ah! Nice. Wow. Okay, all right. So... So he uh, scowls and he says, all right, all right. You don't have to get rude. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It's just we're just we're just worried about you. Yeah, yeah. Stow it, tentacles. <laughs> he, he gets up and like pushes away from his desk, and he uh, he says, "I'll go kick everybody out." <laughs> and he uh, he reaches down and he uh, he picks up the cigar he was halfway through smoking, jams it in his mouth, and uh, in all of his his. Ivory and and jade tool. Uh, he he walks out into the uh, into the main room to tell everybody like, sorry, we're closed. After he walks out, I take his lunch and I throw it in the trash can. <laughs> I just throw a sandwich in the trash. <laughs> All right, throw away his adorable bento. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Road the stomach is the way to an ogre's heart. Torgor says so matter of factly, like like a hundred percent confident. It is known. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that piece of information. <laughs> All right. So yeah, he, he goes to, to kick everybody out, uh, which means that, that the group of you need to go and, and like strap in because uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bumpy ride when this happens. Uh, Winnegar is in uh, his uh, seat that he straps in. Too, uh, and it's got like all different types of like straps around. He's like super safe and careful whenever they travel. Um, and then he puts on like his little helmet. Perfect. Yeah. And I mean, I, I imagine this room is just the it's the karaoke room. So there are like hidden seatbelts in the benches that you yeah. can like pull out. And like you've got your special one you've adapted with all <laughs> yeah. these like extra crash test dummy operators there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Torgor uh, uh, sits on one of the couches that's actually in between two seats because he has to use two of them to like extend over a <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you all you all buckle in and we get we get the external shot of and this is our first kind of like wide expensive like helicopter shot of Ravnica. Um, so you know we in in all directions you'd be able to see the spires and buildings and temples, uh, the, the banks and halls of the city, uh, save for the fact that it's almost always foggy and usually raining uh, in various places in the city. So it's quite, it's quite a gloomy environment, but there is, there is city in all directions. And we see at first what looks like um, a misshapen hill with a little kind of hut stuck on top of it. Uh, there is a brief kind of rumbling. We see some people scatter uh, off the surface that were just kind of like standing around. The lineup uh, to get in breaks up and and people uh, like run off. And as we pull back, we can see uh, Dewdrop slowly lifting itself up off of the off of the floor of uh, of Ravnica, leaving like a big empty sort of crushed area of of rubble and debris. And I, I think probably. Dewdrop has like a group of uh, like Golgari that follow you around mm-hmm. for this exact instance, so they can go in and like clean up the trash and like clear out the area. And probably sometimes they get in fights with like Gruul clans who are like, "No, it's this is a rubble belt now. You have to leave it alone. Like this creature <laughs> is sacred, and it's created this wild space." And so like there's <laughs> there's conflict in your wake as you uh, as you go. Um, and I think that we see uh, sitting on on a little like head like a little hat that's been put on on this uh this creature uh, a hat in the shape of a chair uh we can see them in their puffy dress uh dregs the manager holding like a fishing line uh out oh my God. and on the end of the line there's a little cake and it's hanging out in midair in front of dewdrop who is like slowly like 
I'm trying to get it and like crawling along. And as uh, and as uh, the manager moves the cake, Dewdrop turns to follow, uh, and slowly you make your way through the the streets of uh, of Ravnica towards your uh, towards your new location. Um, so when you arrive, uh, you you find that the um, the that you've been moved to these new these new coordinates that were given to you by uh, by Rose, and it is a I think this part of uh, of town is on the edge of a kind of like a low income, like a debtor's housing for the uh, the syndicate, for the Orzhov syndicate. So it's a place where if you can't afford to pay the Orzhov back, but you're not at the point where they're like, they've written you off and they've come to reclaim your ghost. Uh, they put you up in these, these tenements and they make you work for them. Uh, often like counting other people's money or like polishing bank floors or keeping the the lower levels clear of uh, of rats that kind of thing um and so it's in this this tenement area where you uh you find uh space for uh dewdrop to settle back in uh, i think there is a um there's a dilapidated like former park uh and the uh yeah and the creature just kind of like lumbers in and settles down on top of this park hopefully not crushing anybody <laughs> and uh yeah and then uh Inside the uh, the maids begin preparation for uh, opening for business again, which means opening all of the cabinets, taking out all the breakables again, putting them back out on the table, like getting set up, redrawing the menu, uh, and what have you. Uh, and so you are uh, you are now relocated uh, somewhere near where uh, where Rose uh, is uh, set to meet you, um, and you know you know where to where to find uh, where to find mm-hmm. her. Cool. Uh, Winnegar starts like unbuckling himself. Oh God, guys, that, moving at that speed is insane. <laughs> it's like it's like taking off all his stuff. Mm-hmm. Pops off his helmet, puts it on. <laughs> you know how a toddler can like sleep through anything? Yeah. In any position like the most ridiculous twisted pretzel on a couch. One hundred percent tack. Yeah. Strapped in. I was gonna say. I imagine. I imagine that when when Tack is asleep, they're mostly like made out of rubber. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you know, you're you're just someone can just put you up in the in the the luggage compartment and you can yeah. rattle around. And it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like a, a pile of pudding inside of skin. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. The Simic actually have those. Um, so, uh, yeah, so you're, you're, you've arrived. Um, you have a time, uh, and a, and a location. And I think there's still a few hours before you need to go and, and meet with, uh, meet with the Rose. So mm-hmm. if there's anything you want to do, if you want to scope out the neighborhood or do anything like that, uh, you're welcome to, to do so. Hey guys, we have some time to kill. Um, I, I think we should check out our new surroundings while we're here. See what's around this park. You know what? I'd love to not be in this cafe right now. So that sounds like a really great idea. Torgor could use a stretch of his legs. Let's go. Let's go. Are we just yeah. gonna leave the? Are we just gonna leave the murder baby? The attack is just uh, like asleep upside down on a couch. <laughs> uh, like Winnegar goes over to Tack. He's like, "Hey, Tack, Tack, are you?" Are you it tries very nicely to like wake Tack up. Um you're you're waking up very slowly and it's very peaceful. 
midway Robert through underscores it with like some light lute strumming <laughs> midway through Winnegar's sentence like the the enormous yellow eyes have opened and they're just like staring straight into your eyes we're gonna go check out the neighborhood did you want to come with <laughs> yeah man i'm hungry <laughs> As rappers just fall. I was like, you're surrounded by food garbage. <laughs> Cake is like smashed in his face. They're like halfway under a couch cushion. Nice. Awesome. Let's go. All right. So you awesome. leave you leave the the whimsical interior of uh host on the shell and you step out into a Oh, um, do we take the package? Are we taking the, are we, is it going back? I assume you're not going to just leave it like tucked yeah, under the couch yeah. cushion. Okay, yes. We're taking it with us? Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, so like Road, until you tell me you are doing something with it, I assume it's just on your person. In and, my nondescript bag. Yeah, in your nondescript bag. So yeah, you you step out into a like Oliver Twisty and like nightmare. Um, it's like the whole, the whole neighborhood is, is smoggy. Um, there's like a factory somewhere nearby that is just like churning out uh, smoke and, and uh, pollution into this neighborhood. Uh, the buildings are all jammed together with tiny narrow alleys. And at some points, like the buildings are just leaning on each other in a big sort of pile. Um, the brick here is, uh, you know, mildewy and kind of rotting. The, the, um, the people shuffle from place to place in shifts. Right? Nobody is here just kind of casually hanging around. They're either going to work or they're coming home to one of these like these awful buildings. Um, you don't see any like beggars uh, anywhere. Like the streets themselves are pretty clear of of refuse. Um, but yeah, a, a procession and maybe maybe you're arriving. There's the a sound uh, like of a steam whistle from from one of these factories nearby, and you can see a group of gray clad. Um, Mostly human, but you see a few, uh, a few like Vaishino, maybe some goblins, and they're all wearing this sort of like early 1900s proletarian gray like overalls, and they're they're kind of trudging back from a shift uh, at one of the uh, these like Orzov-owned uh, facilities. Uh, yeah, and so how how your business is going to make any money in this neighborhood? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> But, They're not spending their extra cash here. I mean, I'm pretty sure that you are you've you've arrived. You're the expensive business in the poor neighborhood. So yeah. Operation Gentrification has begun. You're doing it. Yes. Yeah, the rent is super cheap. It's yeah. fine. It's perfect. Tac has at least attempted to get through the lobby with just like one plate and all the leftover desserts on it. It's just like eating it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're standing there with a big plate full of like, flan yeah. and cupcakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is the saddest thing I've seen in a while. Yeah. It's uh, pretty, pretty depressing. Why did we here. leave the cafe? I, I mean, just to check it out, I guess. But like now I kind of want to yeah, this call is my dad way. or something. <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh, we even allowed to? here is is this like I go where I want yeah I mean there's no like everybody that lives here is is living here because it's they don't have a choice because they've been indentured into doing so this is what the Orzov syndicate does to people who can't pay them back um but this is a mercy right like the Orzov if you owe them money they can just be like cool 
well, we're just going to take your soul and it's going to serve us forever now because that's what was in the contract. So this is like this, these, these probably these, these tenements have names like, like house of mercy or like the gentle arms or whatever, you know, like this is considered by, by the syndicate. This is considered to be like a, a fairly like decent way to treat people. Cool. But yeah, you can come and go as you please, right? Like you're, you're free citizens. Nice. Uh, so you said that there was without this like cafe is now the rich restaurant in the neighborhood. Maybe yeah, like it. none of the none of these like trudging commoners seem to even have noticed that this enormous like creature has landed. Like they maybe when they first arrived there was like a glance up, but then just back down to their feet and like trudging home. So in this uh, sad landscape, what other businesses are there? Uh, there are, there are none. There are no businesses. Um, there, there would be like, if you're, if you're going to walk around the neighborhood a little bit, um, I think you do, you do find uh, yourself outside of like essentially a, um, like a soup kitchen. There would be a line of people holding like battered bowls, but this isn't, again, this isn't a mission of charity type soup kitchen. This is the like, come and get your workers rations. Um, so you see a long line of soup kitchen line and tech is just yeah, Tack has a, bowl, a, a pile of delicious sugar. She is eating it with their hands sugar. too, just oh, like, man, look at these man. suckers. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm so full, but I can't stop eating. And just, yeah, I, like, but like, I don't know what it is about cake. I just like eat and eat and eat. And you're like, you're never full because there's no nutritional value, but it tastes so good. And there's, yeah, there's this long line of people and they're all dressed in, in the same kind of like ratty uniforms. Uh, of various various ages, holding their like battered like pewter bowls, waiting to get uh to get soup and like a chunk of bread. And up at the front by the door, there's a giant. Uh, he's like twelve or thirteen feet tall, wearing brass armor uh, with a single like lens in the front of their helmet, and uh and it's holding. I think it's got like a probably a halberd, and uh is just kind of like looking back and forth, making sure that everybody is in in order and behind it over the door into the the kitchen proper uh is the words uh, written over the door uh leniency is weakness oh and the uh yeah and the the syndicate guard is just standing making sure nobody tries to like cut in line or cause trouble uh guys this place is too freaking depressing for me <laughs> um <laughs> Karaoke sound right now. <laughs> it sounds yeah. pretty good. Sing them a song. But, uh, but, wait, with no backing track? Are you are you kidding me? No, I mean Come let's on. go. Tack like looks at Boar. Do we know what they do in these warehouses that so many people work in? Um, like menial menial labor, like the Orzov, uh, they're they're a like a banking uh guild, right? And so they deal in other people's debts. So probably the people working in their factories don't work for them. They're probably stamping like is it machine parts or making weapons for the other guilds. They're gotcha. it's cheap labor because somebody was dumb enough to get in bad with the Orzov, and then the Orzov sold their labor to another guild at, at a markup. Mm. Gotcha. This is really sad, Adam. Listen, <laughs> you guys make up the maid cafe with the karaoke, and then that I get to do. Choice, and then I get to do my thing. All right, so don't <laughs> fucking step on my shit. This is it. It's ash rains from above. Yeah, right. It's a game of contrast. Yeah. A public execution yeah. happens yeah. in 
Square. That's right. Or a, a factory crematorium because I want to tour that one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I just I think it's so sad for me because it's just like you didn't you didn't describe like a hell landscape. You described a hell landscape very close to the economics that we see in neighborhoods today. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Like the Let's, cash places and currency exchanges. That's the Orzov syndicate. They, yeah. That's their jam. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah well, and, and that's the thing, Tech. Like, it would, they wouldn't, um, uh, they wouldn't cremate bodies because the whole, like the Golgari, they, you turn them into, f- like, fertilizer, turn them into food. So what they would do is they would sell bodies to the Golgari or, mm-hmm. like... Does, does the soup kitchen smell like mama's cooking? Um... <laughs> The soup kitchen, I mean, like... Oh, is it a Golgari soup kitchen? It yeah. smells like soylent. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just smells like like flavorless gray paste. Like if you left a newspaper in a bowl of warm water for like six hours. Yeah, um, yeah it keeps them it's alive. That plaster of Paris consistency, I love it. Probably what happens is like one of these, these warehouses might be where they would prepare bodies to be transferred to the Golgari. So they would be like stripping off their clothes, taking out any gold teeth, like looking for, and then, and then putting, putting the body into a cart so that a Golgari could come and take them down to the sewer to like turn them into. This is the quality fertilizer. content that I'm here for. Where's the body stripping facility? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can see at the end of the road, I think that this, this neighborhood is built. Uh, it is a, um, like a, a it's a laborhood uh, and it's built around, <laughs> oh. it's built around the, around uh-huh. the factory. And let's, let's say that's what it's for. Um, uh-huh. And so it's in the middle. There's like uh, several pie slice shaped, um, building uh, blocks, and then in the center of this block is that is that factory. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then somewhere around here, uh, if you want to go and scope it out early, uh, you can. But somewhere around here is the address of the coordinates that the Rose gave you. Mm-hmm. That would definitely be what Rhodes doing for sure. I imagine that like Tack starts walking towards the stripping facility and everybody has to like toddler grab their hand and like turn no, them back on. around. Yeah, we got to turn back around, Tack. We, we can't go. I mean, no one wants to go in there. The horrors that are going on inside that room right now. You don't understand. People have such big teeth. Do you see like if an ogre has a gold tooth, it's huge. <laughs> okay, Order feels back. like these people need some <laughs> entertainment. Fine. No, 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 no. What you want to do, like we always do, we'll we do work be, first. No, 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 no. Torgor is like, hey, there's time. We don't need to meet Rose for a little bit. Let's let's yes. hang out. <laughs> we will make Torgor. I don't in a better place. Torgor realizes these people haven't heard music in probably a decade, so this <laughs> is the perfect audience. Torgor, Torgor. okay. <laughs> Are you, are you going to perform? Okay, you're taking out your loot right now. Are you are you going to perform right now? Uh, hello, Orzov Laborhood. <laughs> We're here to remind you. Even in your darkest times, you can be cheery. And he starts playing some like real smooth uh, Willie Nelson covers uh, oh on his acoustic loot. Yes. No, yeah, Will, in this universe, uh, Willie Nelson is a centaur, uh, and his name is Philly Nelson. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. I hate it. So, I love it. When you start, when you start to talk, uh-huh. um, a few things happen. Uh, first, uh, at the sound of a noise that isn't like the work bell or like rain hitting the pavement or the <laughs> shuffling of s- slowly decomposing leather shoes on, on cobbles, when they hear a noise... Uh, the people in the line all kind of start looking nervously at you like, 
like oh oh dear like illicit sounds uh the illicit wait how 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 much does I'm like at least 30 feet away demand, which is my background entertainer yeah so, so tell like, me tell me about that sure um uh whenever you go um to a new place you can i can receive free lodging blah 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 as long as i perform each night but in addition my performances make me something of a local figure mm-hmm. and strangers <laughs> i promise uh, i promise you that after you finish this scene the legend of Torgor will spread amongst these people in one way or another. Give them something to dream about, you know? Uh, yes, or have nightmares. Um, so, <laughs> so they start looking at you nervously like, oh, oh dear, something bad is going to happen, like contraband noises. Um, and the giant, the big brass giant turns and the, the single, there's like a, like a hissing sound, like of um, like thin metal plates sliding against you, like an, like an aperture, an iris. Mm-hmm. And... Um, a, a spotlight and Toro, you probably think this is great. Like he's yeah. provided big spotlight glows <laughs> from the front of this thing's helmet uh, and, like, and focuses on with. focuses yeah. on you. This is, this is what the dude looks like, except that he's like 12 feet tall. Uh, <laughs> and so the front of his helmet, yeah, that, that, that lens illuminates and <laughs> like casts a beam of light down at you. Um, and you're, you're getting some looks from the crowd. Like, Oh, please like, no, don't do, don't just stop, please. But uh, you, you know, make your, you make your, Performance roll? Uh, yeah. Let's okay. see. And for this, uh, let's roll performance. Yeah. Okay. Make it happen. <laughs> see, if it, it's a 20, please. For the luck. <laughs> I just, I'd love it so much. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. The worst <laughs> possible Even result. Even better. <laughs> So, is it just that you're like really bad, or uh, so Torvor is very bad? Um, he did not warm up at all, so his like vocal cords that he's trying to sing on board is like totally off key. But worst thing comes to worst, he doesn't understand that he's yeah. not doing a good job. So nice. he just keeps going harder and harder into his thing because he sees this animated reaction from the people. Like they haven't heard music. In- <laughs> probably uh at least one life cycle so he just like <laughs> leans into it harder and harder and just like starts going he like goes up to one of the people who like tries to get him to stop he's like yeah and he like punches <laughs> really hard in the face he's, like, <laughs> leaning into the Rakdos performance of it all now uh you're trying to like get a pit going yeah exactly <laughs> why is he <laughs> punching us <laughs> So what's everybody else doing? Like it's clear, it's clear to you that the giant is about to step in and do or say something. But while this this ludicrous performance is going on, Tack, uh, Road, and, and Winnegar, what are you going to do? I've never seen anyone thrash to their own folk cover of a Willie Nelson song. Uh-huh, uh-huh, sure. Um, Tack. Ooh, sorry. If I hit. Uh, sorry. Go on. <laughs> um. I'm gonna hide. <laughs> yeah, good call. Okay, yeah, make a make a stealth check. It's gonna go poorly because I'm not being a good friend. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh, that went well. Uh, I want to send a message to Torgor. <laughs> okay. Yeah, with magic. Oh, it's happening. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Tax just boop boop boop. Yeah. Tax evaporates. <laughs> Disappears. Yep. Just, a, just a, like a of their plate of cake just mm-hmm. sitting around. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, we turn and the cake, the cake and the plate are just hanging there, and then they do the like the cartoon thing where they realize that you're not holding them anymore and they fall on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
some urchins like scramble for the cakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they uh they think of it as like the day there was cake. <laughs> yeah, right. That time that the the cowman punched my mom, but then I got a cake. <laughs> yeah, I want to send a message uh, to Torgor, uh, just like. Uh, hey, buddy! Don't don't give it away for free. We you could be performing um, at, at, at the uh, host in the, in the show. <laughs> okay, so you're trying to trying to convince her to stop. And and yeah. Road, what are you Road? What are you doing uh, in the moment before the the giant intervenes? Um, I'm just pulling myself and Winnegar away. <laughs> yeah, I'm like us. just let him let him handle it. Okay, yeah, all right. Okay, so the kid, there's some kids that like scramble to go get tacks, like cakes and stuff. Uh, and then the giant turns and looks at them and they just freeze and like back away and get back in line. Um, and then it turns towards you, uh, Torgor, and says mm -hmm. in a, a sort of raspy voice, this noise is unauthorized. Stop. Somehow this cuts through Torgor's performance and, and he says, <clears throat> Sorry, Torgor was performing there. He couldn't hear you. Did you say this noise? Oh God! <laughs> and the the giant the giant says unauthorized broadcast cease. Everyone wants Torgor to smash, but Torgor just wants to play his loot. You know, if you want Torgor to smash, Torgor will smash. And he like gets his maul ready behind, like like takes it out and like lays. He all he thinks about smashing this loot. He really does. <laughs> but he's like, it's his only one. So he's like, he like puts it behind his back. We'll just settle for giant. <laughs> okay. Aggressively hiding. Yeah. Uh, I'm aggressively pushing Winnegar away. Yeah, the three of you, you Torgor. can see you can see Torgor facing down a foe like far superior. <laughs> Uh, I, I want to keep whispering, Torgor, you, you need to stop right now. Hey, follow us. We got to go meet Rose. Um, whatever you got to do, just put that thing away and just like run, please. <sighs> Can I roll persuasion? No, 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 no. Torgor is like, <laughs> for you, best friend. <laughs> Anything for my number one fan. Everyone for my number one <laughs> Dude, fan. Dude, for you, Stan. <laughs> he, like, he like settles it back. <laughs> like puts the thing down and he like makes eye contact. He's like, in his heart, he's like, this monster got lucky today. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that like Torgor even sees Winnegar as like Stan, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's it, like it's his groupie. Yeah, <laughs> it's mine. I love because like in the future, Torgor is gonna be like the Hulk, and it's gonna be like a Hulk and Black Widow scenario. But it's gonna be like Winnegar like entering the room and like unzipping his tunic, and there's like another tunic with like Torgor performing on it. And he's like, oh, my biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Torgor made you a shirt, Winnegar. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so you're gonna let's be like Torgor. Come on, let's let's go. Let's just get out of here. Yeah, let's go. Come okay. On. Uh, where where are you going? Um, I want to go where we're supposed to meet Rose and check out the place first. Mm -hmm. Like scope scope out the place. Make like do some rounds around the block. Try to be inconspicuous okay. and like get the lay of the land in case like it could be a setup or. You know, sure. Yeah, I'd also like to make sure that we're not being. Got, they've got to have their eyes on us now, don't they? But I'd <laughs> like to make sure that they're not aggressive eyes. Yeah, road. Make a um, make a uh, a perception check. Mm -hmm. 
average at best. <laughs> Good, you got a ten. That is that is perceptive. Um, let me let me see. Let me see. Uh, I'll make a I'll make a roll to see if you spot anything. Um, probably. Yeah, you don't you don't see anything. I mean, there's this there's just gloom and smog. Uh, it started to rain, and the rain is like a little, it's like a little oily, um, and uh, yeah, and and around here the only movement is just like very orderly lines of people moving slowly, one kind of step at a time, uh, and uh, yeah, it doesn't look like you're being followed, or else you're being followed by somebody who is better at sneaking than you are at seeing. You can't see Tack anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just hear this goblin giggling on the sure. Tech Ta- is around, just not <laughs> visible to you. <laughs> um, are we close to where we're meeting? Rose? Yeah, I think you are can we... just walk over there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I want to start doing an investigation. Just like I don't want to, um, like go into the place or anything like that. Just make it look like I'm passing by it. Um, and just looking around to see like vantage points or if someone wanted to set up a trap for us or yeah. get the drop on it's, us. It's a little hard for the four of you to be uh, inconspicuous, inconspicuous around yeah. here because it's like this is some Pleasantville shit where like everything is monochrome except for you, which are all quite brightly colored, um, which is a cool way to make character stand out. But yeah, um, but you can, yeah, you can walk around like this neighborhood doesn't see a lot of traffic outside of the the area, but. Uh, nobody seems to notice you or no one's paying attention. Um, and yeah, you uh, you walk by uh, you walk by the the area, the neighborhood. You go go to the the coordinates, and the place where you're meant to meet the rose is a um, it's a a bit of an aberration, right? So there are all these very orderly uh, kind of rectangular buildings of the same height with the same amount of of rooms in them, but on this block, two of them. Uh, kind of jammed in the in between two of these big buildings uh, is a very narrow looking uh, shop. Uh, it has uh, no front window; it just has a door because there's not enough room for a front window. And hanging over the door, there's a wooden sign. Uh, no, no words on it, but there is a picture of uh, an open an open book uh, on the front of this sign. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, what's it? What does the sign say? Does it say? It, it doesn't have any words. It's just a picture no of words. a picture of a book. gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, Winnegar takes note and like keeps on walking by, like trying, like this obviously sticks out to him. Uh, and like, hmm, this is uh, okay. And it just passes by. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to like walk around the area. Um, yeah, you were saying you wanted to kind of like reconnoiter. Do you want to make a, uh, an investigation check? Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm, okay. Uh, so what, I mean, you can ask me some questions if you have, uh, and I'll, I'll keep your nine in mind. Yeah. Uh, so he would be looking at the buildings across the street. Uh, you said there's like no one really on the streets, I guess. So yeah, there there are, there are like commoners like trudging about, um, but there isn't anyone kind of like hanging out. There's nobody like sitting on their stoop, like having a cigarette. There's, there's just people like walking in and, and everything around here seems to operate on shift. So probably within a little while of that, that sound of that steam whistle going off, the streets would be empty because everybody would be home. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess he's just taking note of like trying to the the travel patterns, like vantage points, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I assume I'm there with him doing the same thing as well. Okay. Sure. Yeah, you can make an investigation check too if you want them. Everybody look out. That minus one to investigation. Yeah, okay. You're not doing much nice. better. I'm just a warm body at this point. <laughs> I mean, even that's debatable because you're... Yeah, <laughs> part jellyfish. I have no idea if it's warm or not. Um, awesome. Um, what do, you, do you guys want to just like hang out here and get... You guys want to go inside? Um, I would like... Ah, to where did you come from? You can't appear like that. Hey, I've been here the whole time. Also, I don't know where my cake is, but that's fine because I got this weird slop. <laughs> oh, slop. Uh, okay. You want the bread? It's kind of rocky. Yeah, it's really hard. I think it is a rock. <laughs> uh, I'd like to, can I use my thieves can't at all to see if there's any like signs she may have left us for where she's? Going. Uh, yeah, I mean, you you already know that you're early, uh, mm -hmm. and that this is the place. So, yes, yeah, so you don't have to worry about getting getting it wrong. Like, this is definitely you're definitely in the right place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. I'm gonna go inside. Yeah, I'm gonna follow Tech inside. Yeah, follow me. Yeah, yeah, I'm following you. <laughs> I've never led you into certain death before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you you come in, and uh, as I said, like it's it's basically the 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 it's like a glorified hallway with a, a roof over it in the sense that you can't stand shoulder to shoulder. Like it's a five foot space. So Tack, you come in and then Winnegar, you are behind them and you can see over their head. Um, there's uh, about 10 feet worth of space between you and a, a desk. And then there's a door behind that desk. And sitting at the desk, there is a, um, there's an old man. He, uh, he looks like he's probably in his like, 70s. Uh, he's old and pale and wrinkly. I uh, got like liver spots on his head. Uh, he's wearing a like a clerk's outfit. So he's got uh, his sleeves rolled up so he doesn't get ink on them. And uh, he's got a, uh, a high collar. And uh, in front of him, uh, there is a, a, a book open uh, on the desk. And he's making notes, or, like writing something in it. Uh, and when you walk in, there's a faint kind of metallic clinking sound as the bell over the door is like rattled. And he, he looks up and he's got a pair of like quite scratched glasses. And he, he looks up and he doesn't see you, Tack, because you're like desk height. Um, and uh, it just kind of gives you a, a quizzical look like you're not my usual customer. It's like something I can help you with. Oh, greetings and salutations, sir. Um, I was uh, in the neighborhood um, and wanted to uh, check out your shop. It looked very interesting from the outside. Just kind of I nod. Squints at you through kind of roomy eyes. Uh, and he says, just wandering through this neighborhood getting the lay of the land, as it were, um, taking in some of the sights. Um, uh, I, I had a vacation day, so I decided to check out the, the neighborhood. Um, Let's see, he says, 
Is it league? Vidalkin. Hmm. Don't see a lot of you around here. Um. Yes. Um. Okay. I I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what does someone say? Like Puerto Rican. We don't see a lot of Puerto Ricans here. <laughs> like, I'm just, yeah. Oh, right? Like, like yes. what do you want me to do? Cool. Good. Yeah. What do, what do you want me to say to that? Yeah. Like, no, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. Like, old, listen, old man. Uh, <laughs> How dare you? Clint Eastwood. Uh, he'll never yeah. see another one like me again. Keep this attitude. Yeah. yeah. Um. But this is like. Is it a bookstore? Is it what you do can't, I? You like, can't, I don't know. You can't see any merchandise. Really yeah, it's Great. just like I'm a gonna, dude sitting at a little desk with yeah. a door behind him. I'm gonna uh, go up to the desk then, and uh, so like, tack, tack is between you and the desk, and, oh, and so okay. like you're st- you're standing like <laughs> five feet away from him, having this conversation. He hasn't noticed Tack yet because Tack hasn't said anything. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I think I'd like to go around the desk. There's actually no way to go around the desk. What? It's just the, like the whole. It's like a bank. Yeah, so like, well, it's oh. it's weird, right? So like the the um the building on either side is is like that, and then there's the alley, and then this dude's little shop is like, let's find a good color for the shop. Uh, is like jammed in the alley, mm. and oh. the desk is at the back, and he's just sitting in this like chair, and so you go in, and there's nowhere else to go. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Can I climb up on the desk? Uh, yeah. If you want to, you could try. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, try and do that and be like, "Hey, give me a boost." So when he when he, oh, he, when yeah. he hears that, he hears a voice. He like peers over. He's like, "Oh, ah. I, I didn't see you there. Hold on." And he like leans under the desk, and we see one of his dry, kind of ink stained hands grab like a brass, like a knob or a handle or something, and he pulls on it, and there's a clunk and. In under your feet, the floor lifts up. Um, it goes like oh, wow. and like lifts you up to to eye level with him. Fantastic. Um, and so he he's he sits back up. And he's like, there, better. Hey, uh, this is like on my friend's bucket list. Could you just like humor him or whatever? He's, he's he looks dying. Like, humor constantly. <laughs> yeah, guys, am I dying? He's absolutely one of his last dying. wishes was to see all the shops on this plane. So he wanted to visit the undercity and he got like this weird like tomb rot down there and doctor says it's bad. Anyway, could you just like humor him? Oh, your friend sounds like he's in bad shape, Tack. <laughs> yeah, it's super sad. <laughs> so wait. And, like Tack just like makes his face at the sky like wait, last last wish of your friend is to see this place. Absolutely. <laughs> what can we say? Isits are weird, huh? It's right? probably the saddest thing I've ever heard. And he he assumes, as I do, that you're talking about Winnegar. So he looks <laughs> at you. He looks at you. We are him. absolutely talking yeah. about Winnegar doesn't realize that, but this guy seems like a real right. Loser, yeah. Guys. <laughs> so he he kind of purses his lips a second. He looks you up and down the way one might look at like a horse they were considering purchasing, <laughs> and uh, and he says. Um, so you are to die. You want to well, sell mean, me your body? Sell you my body? Hey, hey, he already has a uh, Golgari agent for that, so it's... Yeah, Golgari will only turn you into goop. I can make use of your body when you don't need it anymore. Ooh, I don't like that. What does that mean? <laughs> and he, he shrugs, he says, what do you care? You'll be dead. 
That's true. It is a philosophical dilemma. What we are philosophers. <laughs> he doesn't get turned into anything weird when he dies. It's very cut and dry what we're going to do with him when he dies. So, ah, just... you Golgari, so uncreative. Uh, <clears throat> educate me. <laughs> and uh, and he he's like, I don't. I'm not talking to you, Goblin. I'm trying to make a deal with your Fair. friend over mm-hmm. here. Yeah, and so he's, he's just like. Uh, uh, I have all the paperwork already. It's not my first time making this deal. You, you sell me your body when you're dead, and I'll give you 50 pieces of gold right now, today. Oh, man. Oh. Well, um, but I don't is, know what you're going to do with my body. Yeah. I'm all. so sorry. It we won't be your body have... anymore. You'll be dead. This but do we have like a... is actually, we've sort of made a deal. He doesn't remember. It's fine. But that's sort of an us thing. Oh. We have plans. There are just some dolphins waiting. Yeah. I mean, he, he scowls and, and looks at you, Winker, like you've made a, like a dumb move. And he's like, mm, that's going to be a problem for you, making too many deals. Only one body. I don't want it. I've changed my mind. Oh, no, you got it. I mean, I'm super strong. I, I can no, do lots of stuff. Now. No, no, I don't. He's want like it giving now. me the hard sell. And now I, I mean, like maybe he's like, I don't know, because then I might, I might have to deal with like the Simic come looking for your body or like you already made a deal with the Golgari. Like, eh, you're too complicated. You got drama. Yeah. I don't want that. Well, the way I feel about it, one of us has got to kill him first. Wait, what? Kill me? What? No. What? Your friend? Who? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sir, so do you just hang out in this alley buying bodies? No, no. Corpse buying is a hobby. Uh, oh. Speculating. Yeah, I, I like model trains. <laughs> so that's his frontier? <laughs> yeah, and he, he nods. He's like, I have seen. Very small. Quite cute. <laughs> Winnegar likes this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whitaker's like really thinking about it. Like I could use fifty gold. Yeah, maybe I should look into like buying bodies. I don't know, guys. Yeah, and, and so when you say that, he's like, anyone else? What about you, big boy? And he looks at the at Torgor. You want to sell Torgor's body? We'll go with Torgor's body goes. And puts free his hands up like, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like free real estate to me. It's, like, <laughs> under there. it's free real estate, Torgor. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, he says, uh, no, no, I keep books. Oh, like, um, you just, you're like, you're a bookkeeper for other people or? And he nods, says, ledgers, numbers. Uh, yeah. This is, this is boring. <laughs> Tack just goes down the stairs. Ugh, books. <laughs> How early are we for this <laughs> uh like a like a, a while like an hour at least uh, guys books leave. are interesting i the would leave winnegar keeper... here to make conversation for an hour but then winnegar would lose his body yeah like if you if you stay if you don't stay here and babysit him yeah pretty much this dude's gonna does he lose his body or does he gain 50 gold pieces that's oh right. yeah that's true too hey. guys what should i do with my body <laughs> New subplot. Um, this guy's really interesting, though. Like bookkeeping is amazing. It it's like it explains the entire map of businesses, right? And as Winninger is talking, this guy is just like, ah, I feel so appreciated today. Like this is great. <laughs> I don't often get strangers come in here and you know really appreciate me, unlike the rest of the people that I know. 
Who do you what keep books for? Uh, and he, he scowls at you and he says, privileged information. My clients uh, are my own. But I'm very good. Don't doubt it for a second. Good. Where do you keep the bodies? How do you get them? How do you oh, that's true too. Kind of looks at you and he, he's like, just wondering. Hey, I have contact, friend, the syndicate, high up. He knows people. I give them just, to him. Just wondering, like, okay, stop me if this is too ridiculous. Do you only buy from like the uh, owner of the body, or is there like a subletting? Or, like, yeah, like a rent to buy, or like. If somebody just happened to find a body, would you like take it for what, like two silver? Or uh, he uh, he's kind of he's getting getting the drift, and he he shakes his head and he he says, uh, "No, no, only for personal use. If you are uh, oh. finding corpses, then <laughs> I mean, not me, probably uh, her." <laughs> okay, good. We just shovel that blame. <laughs> Yeah, She's killed a helpless NPC. Yeah, so he uh, yeah he says uh, he says there there are lots of ways one might sell to the syndicate. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, what if can we just take some fu- some like papers from you, like to hand out to our friends, like a brochure? <laughs> and he he puts his hands up like, okay, hang on, like this business is a side project for me. I'm not interested in expanding. Okay. And what's your official business? And he taps the book in front of him. uh, And he Mm -hmm. says, uh, clients come to me. I make their money make sense. Oh, that's a good, that should be your tagline for your business. I make your money make sense. Thank you. He he grins. He's got this like big gold tooth. He's like, (laughs) oh no. Oh man, tax season. Tax like hitting tour goers. I'm like, look at you. Hey, I know we should have probably like asked you this uh, when we met, but what's your name? <laughs> no reason. He uh, he says uh, I I am Rastov. Oh. I noticed there's not a lot going on behind that desk. No, not that I was looking, but mm-hmm. do you like live nearby or you just hey, live in the he desk? He gestures over his shoulder. He says, uh, "I live in back." Ah, alley man, mm-hmm. right on. Nice. <laughs> no, 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 not in alley. It's more house back there. Oh, more house. Uh, Long house. Very I, narrow. Yeah, I yeah. was going to say, I, I really respect your choice not to live under the man's thumb, but no, this is fine, too. You're, you know, I'm sure you own it. <laughs> God, Tack. <laughs> he, uh, he's like, owning property in this, in this economy? I don't think so. Um, oh. Yeah, no, he, he, uh, he nods and uh, he says, I have assets. Why are you so curious, Goblin? I don't know. There's just not really a lot going on. And if I wasn't talking to you, then I'd have to talk to him and didn't go. Yeah. Then then they'd have to talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you are all very good friends. Yeah. Probably like best friends. Oh. I would call us best best friends. Yeah. (laughs) I've heard everything would not use those words. Only for Winnegar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right back at you, buddy. 
This tour girl's making like a flower crown for each of them. <laughs> Some friendship bracelet. So yeah, so rest of the chartered professional necromancer, uh, he was like, uh, I cannot stand in store if you are not doing business. Please go back out to street. Oh, okay. Um, it was a pleasure meeting you. I hope we uh, meet again under um, different circumstances. Yes, perhaps you will be dead. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I like to keep, and as they're walking out, Winnegar is just like, I like to keep all my options open, guys. Yeah. I don't normally put necromancer hobbyist into the notes, but <laughs> I want you guys to know I did that for yeah, you. Oh, cool. <laughs> Tacky is going to like slowly like back down the alley and be like, is Am I still in your shop now? Like, where's the? Yeah, I mean, there's no real alley. Like, you go. It's he's put a door and a wall on two ends of the alley, and then put a roof over it, so you can't be in the alley without also being in his shop. Okay. Yeah. I I assume they eventually pick up Tack. Come on, buddy. Hey, time to go. Yeah. A little monkey backpack. <laughs> so you, so uh, yeah, you get you get back outside. Um, <laughs> And uh, it is still as miserable and dystopian as it was before out here. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you want to do? You got an hour to kill. Do you want to just like take a nice walk in the greasy rain or? Yeah, we do what you guys want to do. Let's go steal some teeth now. Dorker can do another performance in a. Let's go back to the cafe, and then there will be no teeth, and you can perform. Winnegar promised. I did kind of promise Tech that we'd steal teeth. Why did you? I didn't think Tech doesn't remember anything. It's true, but I remember teeth. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it was Tech used a mnemonic device to remember teeth. They <laughs> just thought teeth. I want them. The thing is, the thing is, though, a mnemonic device to an is it would likely be like a battery hooked up to an electrode that shocks your brain into remembering things. Like, yeah. well, let me just turn on my mnemonic device. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> it was blue. Blue was the color I was thinking. Of. Teeth are like mouth daggers, and they stab food. Yeah, that's how I remember. God, that's a Cakes. beautiful sentiment. That should go on a t-shirt. Teeth, oh, like teeth are like mouth daggers. Mouth daggers. They stab food. God, it's beautiful. <laughs> Put her up in a dentist shop. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. Your teeth are like mouth daggers. Beautiful. God, Speaking of food, mm -hmm. I'm hearing cafe. <gasps> I'm, hearing, well. I'm hearing it be suggested, and I think that might be a good idea. Torgor is like, mm, fine. Road to yeah. bacon cafe over in tax. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Selesnia, Selesnia fans don't really get down to Torgor's music, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's a little aggressive for them. It's okay, Torgor. You can pick all the music that you want when we go back to the room. Torgor is like, okay. This is like, <laughs> this is like suddenly in a much chipper attitude. They listen to the same music, so tax for it. <laughs> nice. Okay, so uh, you, you head back to the cafe, uh, mm -hmm. and when you get there, you see that outside, um, there is a, uh, there's a carriage. Uh, it's, a it's like a wooden carriage, fairly unadorned, um, like gray, gray paint, um, like cast iron kind of looking uh, materials on it. It's a little bench on the front. Um, and there's a big, big black horse, uh, that has, uh, that's pulling it. And the horse is just, just like standing there. And then next to the carriage, uh, you see a, um, you see a human in a, like a long black coat and a, like a waistcoat and a top hat. And he's talking to uh, the manager, 
Um, and the manager is got a, a, a scowl on his big ogre face as he hands over what looks like a bag of gold to this top hat man. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Dregs from earlier. Yeah, yeah, this is Dregs. So Dregs is standing out here getting oily rain on his beautiful dress. <laughs> beautiful maid outfit, but you know, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Because um, I wasn't so mad at him, he'd look pretty hot in the rain. But. <laughs> <laughs> I love you when you're Yeah, because like the rain, the rain like slowly goes down the skin. It's mm. just like getting syrup on. No. I hadn't intended my initial description of this character in the scene to be quite so erotic, but okay. Yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> A single welcome. drop of polluted water slides down between his pectoral no. muscles. No, we already decided that it was <laughs> Dregs the Rock Johnson. So. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, do we recognize this top hat uh, figure? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't recognize like specifically the person. Um, but they everything about the way dressed. everything about the way they're dressed screams syndicate, right? Screams oh, syndicate. So they're here, they're probably like a uh, like a tax collector or whatever, being like, if you're gonna do business in my neighborhood, I need you to pay like this fee and that fee and please sign this. And oh crap. Speaking of tax collectors, is there any chance that like we've ever met this guy when we were maybe uh possibly pretending to be collectors for Thor's off syndicate? <laughs> I think probably not. You're in a neighborhood you haven't been to before. You're probably safe for now. Okay. Yeah. What does for now mean? <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think I think like Chad has the right of it. Like this is a this is a two bit a two bit leg breaker dressed up in a, a slightly fancy suit, right? That is dumb, but I want it. Yeah, yeah. You could fit like your entire head. Like the hat could just go over and cut holes in it, and it could be a little hood. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I could hide cake in it, but you could put cake on top of your head and still pull it all the way over. Right. Your head. That's so much better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're they're concluding their business, uh, and the big the big man uh, shakes the ogre's hand, and you're used to seeing uh, Dregs like looming over people. And even though this guy is like a big dude, he's smaller than Dregs, but Dregs is the the emotionally smaller of the two in this thing. Like he's, he's come out of a, this is a bad deal for him, but he takes the gold and he's, this guy's grinning and he like, shakes his hand and, uh, drags is holding a, um, a slightly rain dampened contract or something. And this guy gets back into his carriage, which complains loudly as he settles into it. Uh, and then, uh, on the seat, you see a, a, a shimmering of like a faintly spectral form, um, of the the like ghost driver of the carriage, and the whoosh, there's a cracking sound uh, as the the horse pulls the carriage away from the front of the uh, uh, the front of of Dewdrop, which is totally asleep by now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it passes you. And I think I think um, a bunch of like greasy rainwater in a puddle gets like splashed up towards you. Uh, Can I yeah, everybody make a dexterity save because it's important. To, yeah, because it's important to road, but we might as well I, all roll yeah, to see. I kind of hope that I fail. Just you can just blow it on purpose. You can just stand. Yeah, there. I haven't taken a bath. Damn it! Oh, rough. All right. I'm so mad. Tack and Torgor again with the good dex roll. Uh, you dirty you twenty for dirty water. <laughs> so you just step back, and the water splashes up in front of you, but it it nails Winnegar and, and Road. The two of you just get splashed. Yeah, Winnegar is about to make uh, he's about to make a uh, tax collector joke, but also yeah. like tax 
collector. Right. Yeah, they're here to get you. It's the tax yeah. collector. <laughs> like, hey, it's kind of like, ah, and then like the water goes in his mouth at the same time. <laughs> oh, misery water. It's <laughs> 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 like pulling out. Lasts for a thousand years. Yeah. Yeah, so Rod, your your nice outfit is now once again. This is the second time today you've been waste watered. I have an emergency outfit in the karaoke. Oh my yeah, god, you do. <laughs> Hell yeah! And I go inside to go get it. Just like storm, storm <laughs> yeah. past Dregs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to Dregs. Um, be like, hey, buddy, what's going on? I'm gonna back up Winter on that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dregs shakes. Dregs shakes his head, and he's just like, uh. uh this is an Orzov neighborhood. I had to pay the bills. Oh, bummer. Torgor's like, protection bills? Does it matter? They showed up and demanded money. Mm. Torgor, it's a shakedown or takedown situation that we got here. Well, Torgor would take down and then shake them down. Okay, Torgor. Let's, let's just settle down here. <laughs> There's no one here to impress right now. Uh, Torgor impresses himself. God. He has to impress his best friend. Oh, uh, yeah. And biggest, biggest fan. Big fan. Number one fan. Number one fan. Number one superstar fan. Uh-huh. Um, and, Dregs, uh, that sucks. Uh, we're going to go back inside, though. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, you, you head inside. Dregs goes with you. And I think that we follow the group of you out of the rain uh, up to the door of the, uh, uh, of the establishment. And then the, the camera lingers on the door as it, as it closes. And we cut elsewhere to uh, a scene in which none of you are, are present, but will be our, our closing scene for the, uh, for the episode. Um, we're outside of Restov's like, ledger shop uh, again. And we can hear, so the camera's fixed on the door. Uh, we can hear the sound of horse hooves and a, uh, and a, a wagon. And uh, we slowly pan around to see another of these like big black horses. But this wagon is much fancier, right? It's actually clean uh, instead of like wrought iron and gray wood. Uh, it's made out of um, like, see, like ivory paneling and there's a like, gold filigree on it. Um, the wheels spin when it stops moving. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a very fancy, uh, a very fancy looking um, uh, carriage. And there is a, there's a driver up on the driver's seat dressed. Uh, in, she's dressed in finery. She's got like uh, curly red hair and she's got like a little driver's like cap. And she's like whipping the horse along and she pulls the carriage up to stop. And we, uh, we see from under the carriage, we see the little metal stairs descend and a pair of like blood red high heeled leather boots step down uh, one step at a time. And then we cut to the interior of the shop and we see the door open and we see a, um, a woman in a black cloak with a crimson uh, interior uh, step into the, uh, into the room and take her, her hood back. And we can see she has um, like very, very dark black skin. Uh, her hair is pulled back in, uh, in braids and she has, uh, eyes the same color as the inside of her, her cloak. And, uh, we see Restov who like has his head down, like he's like bowing when she comes in and she, we hear her voice, uh, from kind of off camera. And she, uh, she says, Restov, 
So good to see you again. And he doesn't look up at her. He's just like, yes, my lady. Everything is prepared. And, uh, and she says, good. My guests should arrive soon. And he reaches down to that same place where he pulled the, the lever for tack. But instead, he pushes it and turns it in. And the floor drops. And there's a staircase leading down under his desk. Oh. And we cut back to her, and we see her. We see her face, and she's she's taking her uh, her cloak off, and she just hands it to uh, like a ghost we didn't see was there. So like a spectral form, like picks it up and like carries it off and hangs it up for her. Um, underneath, she has a um, like a black leather corset and a white like an ivory white um, like blouse. Uh, she's a rapier on her hip. And she, one last shot before she descends down into the, into the room underneath the place uh, is that she looks at, right at Restov, which is for us like looking at the camera, and she smiles and we can see that she has two very sharp looking fangs and she descends down into the, uh, into the area below. Whoa. And that's, that's where we fade, to, uh, we fade to credits. I'm in love. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So there you go. So this is this is a character you will get to meet shortly. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's it. That's our episode for uh, for today. Thanks for coming, everybody. Uh, this is yeah, and I like Chris Christoph in chat says looks like this rose has thorns. Oh, <laughs> very nice, very nice. Love it. Um, yeah, I I really I'm really enjoying like this this episode is fun. I wanted to give this episode and and like the next couple to like explore the setting a little bit and explore the characters. And I love how we got to have both kind of like there is a bit of whimsy and sort of silliness that's available. Like magic as a setting has always had this, where there's like serious intense stuff like vampires and one-eyed giants and miserable proletarians. But then it's also got a fair amount of like sense of humor and silliness, which is really nice. It's a hard tone to hit and it's cool getting to kind of play with those uh, a little bit. So thanks for that, everybody. Yeah. Um, we will, uh, yeah, well, let's, I'll let I'll let everybody do their do their shoutouts, and we'll we'll say goodbye. So let's start. Uh, I think we started with you last time, Carlos. So let's do it again, Carlos. Where can people find yep. you on the internet? What kind of things do you do? The internet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my name is Carlos Luna. You can find me on social media under Carlos Critz. You can find me on Sundays at noon Central Standard Time on this channel on the D and D Twitch channel for Rivals of Waterdeep. You can also find me every other Tuesday. Um, on uh, the Dungeon Rats Twitch channel. It's a podcast, uh, an actual play podcast that I stream. Uh, you can also find both those in podcast form. Um, also, I haven't uploaded in a while, but uh, you can check out my YouTube as well under Carlos Critz, where I talk about, uh, you know, Game Master stuff. Yeah, cool. Carlos, we should do, we should like co-do an episode of Office Hours or something together. Yeah, oh, that'd be awesome. Thoughts about Game Mastering. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. Cool. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, all right. Uh, resident knife toddler, uh, tack, uh, TK, <laughs> tell us, tell us where we can find you when you're not here eating cake and stabbing stuff. It's me. <laughs> it's TK. Um, I write those spooky stories on the internet. And if you like spooky stories, then you can read them at tkjwrites.com. You can follow me on Twitter. TK joins the fray. Uh, my pinned post is now updated with like all the streams and stuff I do. Sometimes I stream at other times and I will put that on Twitter and we'll play Planescape Torment together or the only Prince of Persia game that I own slash play. And that'll be nice. We'll have a good time. Uh, if you like those spooky like streams and stuff and you want to see me put mouths on inanimate objects and ruin my friends' lives, then you can watch that on Friday nights on this channel. 
it'll be great. Uh, this channel being Wizards D and D channel. Yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be great. We'll 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 do some tales from the mists, and I'll make my friends cry, and you can watch, and you can cry too. I like it when people cry. Buy my book. That's it. <laughs> I like it when people cry. Buy my book. Sick. I love it. Uh, well, you know, as as much as Katie, as much as you tried to keep road clean this session, you have I just to didn't have try it. again next time. <laughs> She's, you know, a, I believe I believe in her elegance, but but we have yet to. Yet she's to, having a very incredibly bad day, and that's going to be, day. Yeah. be all right. Well, I hope that you, Katie, are having a good day. And uh, tell yes. us, tell us, Absolutely. where can we find you? On the internet. Well, you can uh, find me at Twitter at OKKatieMay. Okay and then on Sundays, uh, I DM and release a podcast called Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice. Our two-year anniversary was this week. Um, and you can head over there and at Twitter at Dungeons Dice or wherever podcasts are sold and find that as well. Excellent. Thank you. And uh, last but not least, big boy with the horns. Yeah. Uh... I'm now on Twitter. I have created a Twitter. It is <laughs> handle as my Instagram, so not difficult. Maroud boy, uh, you can follow me there. I have not posted anything yet, but <laughs> I think might be things that'll be popping up. So keep an eye out. You really uh, got to think of that first post, though. Like wow. it's got to be really good. I think it. <laughs> I'm gonna no have to pressure. think about it a lot. Now, no now pressure. that the pressure's on, I was just gonna take a selfie of myself shirtless in my bathroom. Perfect. That's good too. Like that, that sounds like a good one. Um, real, real hot. Uh, but <laughs> you can also follow me on Instagram at Maroud Boy. Um, definitely posting a lot more fun stuff there. Uh, little bits of stories, including my cat Azula, which is adorable, and you'll see it. Uh, and hey, if you're in Chicago and you're looking for comedy stuff, reach out to me. I've always got shows happening, and love to see you out there. Cool. I love the idea that you just started your Twitter and you haven't posted yet. So the people who are, you know, looking for that experience of getting in on a Twitter account on the ground floor, day one. <laughs> it's so hard, so rare these days. So thank you, thank you for that. 15 followers right now. So let's let's make that number yeah. still single I, one, two digits. <laughs> my my first post on Twitter, uh, I I I tweeted, the future is now. Like very excited about Twitter. And then I didn't use it for two years. Yes. And the second post. The second post that I have just says boring. <laughs> wow. I, nice. I like the long, I went for the long play on that one. Mm -hmm. That's a good yeah. one. Nice. Good stuff. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, you can find all of the content uh, that we do for, uh, for Roll20, both myself and, uh, and some stuff that Carlos has done. All of that, all of that stuff lives on YouTube uh, at MS Roll20, uh, or you can check out our Twitch channel where we do live stuff over there sometimes. But for me, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Adam Coble. Uh, where for this show, particularly, if you want to see some of the GM prep, uh, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, I put together a very complicated-looking relationship map for all the I actually, NPCs. I actually will say, I popped in. I popped mm -hmm. in for like a few seconds before the spoilers started happening on the first episode, and I've been using that relationship map method in my DMs. Oh, yeah. Draw.io draw is so fun, and I yeah. like I use it for everything. Yeah, it's, it's great. So if you want to see that in action, you want to see like the behind-the-scenes stuff for Jace, that's over on my Twitch channel. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SkinnyGhost. Uh, you can also tune in uh, right here on Mondays at 1 p.m. for uh, Roll20 Presents Waterdeep Dragon Heist, which we are, I say this every week, we're just about to finish, but it's like, it's all over the place. So who knows? We'll finish it eventually, and we'll be starting Mad Mage with that same group, and we've been playing with those guys for a while. So I hope you'll come check it out. Otherwise, and, uh, uh, we should say, yeah. we should say this podcast, it hasn't been approved by iTunes yet, but this will be a podcast. Sorry. Yeah, Jace Bellarine, that's right. Um, 
Yeah. So right now, I think you can only find it on Spotify. We're waiting for iTunes to approve it, but it should be on like all major podcast apps within the next week or two. That's right. Yeah. So if you, if you prefer, and maybe you noticed this episode, Carlos and I both trying to be like, you rolled a 17 because we're (laughs) just, we want to make it so you can listen and not be like, say the number, say the number, you jackasses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Cause I've had that experience. I've been like, everybody's really excited about whatever you just rolled right now, but I can't see it. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, check that out. It was very surreal going on Spotify and seeing the like Jace Beller and graphics and like our names and stuff. That's pretty neat. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So definitely check that out. Uh, I'm going to actually go and edit this right now. So there's audio for next week's episode. Uh, we will see you next time, everybody. Thanks awesome. for watching. Bye, guys. Bye. All. Bye.